Hello out there, and welcome to another episode of Observe and Report. I am one of your hosts, Jason Simmons. Sitting across from me, as always, Jack Smith. Hello. And this is the show where we watch things and we tell you how we feel about them. And hopefully all of you are feeling pretty good out there. Uh, it is a time of difficulty across the world. Time of what? Difficulty. Oh, coronavirus. Yeah, coronavirus is happening. Stay healthy out there, guys. And, you know... If you Stay get sick, inside, listen to a podcast. Listen to podcasts, watch some movies if you get sick. All right, listen to this one and tell your friends about it. You know? <laughs> That's uh, the, the biggest public health advice I could give you. You know, listen to podcasts might uh, make you feel better. Right? That's the that's what I know, all right, as a doctor. I said that in quotations. You didn't hear that <laughs> the way I said it, but it was in quotations. Let's talk about movies. <laughs> <laughs> That's about movies and I TV exactly shows. I didn't exactly know if I just let you go that one. That's partially my I'm sorry. <laughs> I drowned out there. Woo! I was holding a lifesaver in my hand, but I just kept it with me. And I just watched it flail. I'm sorry, Jason. I should have yes-handed that, but I, it's late. I had nothing in my brain. So I just watched it drown. Here we go. Woo! Oh, gosh. All right. I watched a bunch of good stuff that I think liked almost all of what i watched what did you watch i feel like i've not feel like i've not watched that much i've been a busy boy these, these last <laughs> few weeks <laughs> whenever i mean granted sometimes it could be creepy but whenever people refer to men as boys i do find it entertaining <laughs> what about boys to men i mean yeah <laughs> best boys um also oh sorry we didn't record the other week uh some stuff came up Life happens. Yeah. And life happens fast, all right? Oh, y- yes, it does. <laughs> um, so, I... Well, we'll start with something that wasn't great. <laughs> okay. I watched... Is it Terminator 4000? Terminator 4000? Is that what it's called? Terminator... What does that say? Terminator... This sounds like... Twitter. Dark Fate. What is it called? Can I just not read my own handwriting? Dark Fate is the name of that movie. <laughs> yeah, but it's Terminator... Technically Terminator 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. I don't know why I wrote Terminator 4000. You were thinking of Dracula 2000, and then you wanted to up the ante a little bit, <laughs> which is just fine by me. Uh, Yeah, I don't know why I added 4000, but I mm-hmm. did. Um, you know, it has... Everything that all Terminator movies have, which mm-hmm. is human peril. Yep. Big trucks. Yep. Um, appendages that can become objects. Mm-hmm. This is true. Um, and hot ladies in tank tops. Yes, hot ladies in tank tops is a staple of that series. It You're is. right. Mm-hmm. Um, my only other note is it's not good. <laughs> period. <laughs> um, I didn't write down any of the afternames like a real jerk. <laughs> Um, I do have a legit crush on um, um, the main blonde lady in it, who plays like kind of the oh, she's the one of the main characters. She looks like Kara Sedgwick, but it's not Kara Sedgwick. I know exactly she who you mean. Like Kara Sedgwick, she does not look like Kara Sedgwick. Jesus. To me, she How? looks like Kara Sedgwick. She knows she's Kara Sedgwick. I mean, Kara, don't lie to me. McKen- no, what is her name? McKen- Mackenzie Davis. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Um, 
I like her in many things, uh, although I've only seen her in two things. Hmm. <laughs> um, she was in Blade Runner 2049? Uh, I do believe she was as the... Hmm. Uh, her character was relatively... She played the uh, the sex worker robot. Oh. Sex worker android? Android, excuse me. I didn't mean to say robot. That's offensive. Whatever. That's what they are. <laughs> now when the machines rise, they'll be on the <laughs> and list. And they will. Um, I, A, she's very pretty. Um, B, I liked her character, uh, Linda Hamilton's character. Mm-hmm. She was my favorite character in that whole movie, honestly. Really? Yeah. Linda Hamilton's character? Yeah. I found her exasperating. Really? I just, she's such a bummer, and like, I get it. <laughs> 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 Your kid was murdered, and like, you've been living a little rough here. Mm-hmm. But I just, you know, I really appreciate a good attitude these days. Jason, <laughs> and that is not something that she possessed in this I movie. can't deal with a Debbie Downer. That's fine. Yes. Um, I mean, it was what it, it was exactly pretty much what I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. It was just okay. I liked Mackenzie Davis. Got a real crush on her. Cool. Of of the five Terminator films, mm. where would you put this one in the placement? Ooh. Two is on top, of course. We all know this. Yes, this is known. Um. So there's two. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait. I don't know that I've ever seen terminator 3 you don't need to it has a to me it has a very cool ending but you don't need to see terminator 3 uh christina loken uh claire dames as we were talking claire about before dames um as i'm already a little bit out mrs then. john connor nick stall as uh john connor and uh of course on schwarzenegger as uh the terminator t800 um it was it came out at a time when no one was asking for this movie hmm <laughs> And no one really cared. I believe uh, when Arnold Schwarzenegger reached out to James Cameron and was like, hey, man, should I be in this? He told him pretty much straight up, just get your paycheck, man, and don't worry about it. Fair enough. <laughs> like, no one was really invested in that one, although I will say the ending of that movie was, to me at the time, and maybe even now a little bit, I haven't seen it in a while, mm. was kind of cool. It's like, um, it shows you Judgment Day, basically, like the bombs dropping and all that stuff. Oh, okay. And it's like, hmm, that was a pretty cool scene. The movie is not good. But like, I mean, I did not expect it to be. No, but like the last 15 minutes are like, that was pretty solid. Okay. That's pretty, pretty solid. Um, so I would put, of the four that I've seen. The four you've seen, okay. This one would be at the bottom. Dang, okay. Okay, no, okay, fair. Because at least the Christian Bale one at least has beautiful Christian Bale. And of course, that legendary scene. Uh, <laughs> of a man melting down across several accents. The scene that's not there, but is very much there. Well, you know where it is. You know where it oh, happens. Oh, one hundred percent. It has Bryce Dallas Howard and some bright lights. That is one of our favorite things in the world, and I feel like we managed to bring it up anytime we talk about Christian Bale, and I'm totally fine with that because it's fucking hilarious. Because it's a man losing his shit, but trying to be polite at the same time, <laughs> and like in a very like. For very professional reasons in a very professional setting, but he's just not professional about it. <laughs> and it's fucking great. He's showing like his very British side and very American side at the same time. <laughs> it's a man losing his mind in a very polite way. Oh, it's great. It's one of my favorite things. Uh, I've listened to it multiple times. Um, so I would put uh, Terminator, what I will call Terminator 4000. <laughs> um, I really don't know why I wrote that. I'm not upset at that title. I'm sure it was a working title at one point in time. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, Terminator 4000 at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Christian Bale one right above it. Mm-hmm. 
one and then two. Okay, That's fair enough. Again, to me, it's like... Where would you put Terminator? What would your ranking be? To me, this was the third best one. Oh, oh, Lord. Yeah. Um, two, one... Two Terminator four thousand, <laughs> um, aka Terminator Dark Fate in like you know Malaysia, and um, and then Salvation, and then three. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but it's hard for anything to comp- to happen after two. Basically, two is so yeah. good. You don't even need one really. No. <laughs> like, no. You're it's just like the only thing you need is like, wait, why is this lady screaming? A little bit, yeah. And like, oh. other than that. You know, whatever, it's fine. It's the perfect sequel. I'm on board. Yeah. <laughs> like, a great sequel. Um, it has everything I need. <laughs> and you don't really need anything else, but it's nice that they're there, you know? That's... And really, what you wanted in the first one was like, oh, this robot guy's cool. I wish I could root for him. Oh, guess what? Guess what? Which, granted, now you can't. Because for some reason, he's good now. For like, no good reason, really. <laughs> they reprogrammed him. It's all great. right. Like, Beep, boop, boop. You're good now. Cool. Yay. Like um, as a as I was a teenager, go, becoming like a young adult, like I always dreamed of what it was like to have seen the first movie, mm. see no trailers at all for oh, the second God, one. That would have been amazing. And then like in the middle of the of the, of the second movie, like Terminator's a good guy. You would have been screaming along with Linda. I would have lost my shit. But apparently, like looking into it, um, as I would. <laughs> <laughs> And like having a deep discussion with a few friends of mine, it's like apparently there was heavy promotion of like the Terminator being the good guy. Oh, in the second why would one. you do that? Such a waste of a good twist. And yeah, so much word of mouth had been like, mm-hmm. yo, you gotta see this movie. I'm not gonna ruin it for you, but yeah. like fucking watch this movie. In like a pre-internet time, yeah, right? Where you would have to go out to like see it. It would have been super cool to do that. Oh, guys. But yeah. Waste of opportunity. Ah, waste of opportunity. Well, and they kind of did the same thing. I mean, not on that level, but like when Terminator Salvation came out, like, don't yeah. tell me that what's yeah. his face, white guy number 472, <laughs> is actually a fucking robot. He wrote it up that Sam Worthington. Yeah, yes, you're right. That, that one. is his name. They um, throw him in the white guy vet. They, you know, turn it around. Names around in this episode. And, you know, he's great. He's cute. <laughs> he's completely forgettable. He'll dissolve in eight years. I'd still marry him. He's the reason why we haven't had a ter- an uh, Avatar 2 because he just dissolved. And uh, they'll make a new one, you know? Um, 472A will be fine. <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah. Yeah, well, you're right. That was a big spoiler in that one where it's like, guess yeah. what? He's a robot, man. Which, like, it would not, still not on the, um, to the degree that Terminator 2 was, but, mm-hmm. like, it would have been nice. It would have been nice. It would have been a cool twist. Yeah. Mm. What can you do? Another day, another Terminator. Mm. Um, but in my time, what did I watch that I liked? Um, a TV show. Mm. Um, I watched High Fidelity on Hulu. Oh, how is it? I really enjoyed it. It was fun. It's a great story about like uh, music and love in New York City. Oh, these are things these that I don't care things about. Things you wouldn't really care about. No. Um, but Zoe Kravitz, who I like. Zoe Kravitz. It's just kind of fun. Like her mom was in the movie High Fidelity. Um, oh, I forgot. I haven't seen that movie in such a long it's time. It's been a while. Um, it's been Wait, legit Lisa, 20 years. Lisa Bonet, right? Uh, Lisa Bonet, yes. Oh, she's so pretty. She's so pretty, and she made a clone of herself in Zoe Kravitz. I know. She might have been one of like my first lady crushes when I was watching the Cosby show mm. when I was a kid. She was just cool. She was so cool was and so confident. Cool. And like at that time, especially like very unique looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful, and those cheekbones. Ugh. Oh, she's so pretty. She's like... And then like 
Isn't she with Jason Momoa now? She's with Jason Momoa. I mean, get out of here. Previously dated Lenny Kravitz. I mean, <laughs> I want her life. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, check, check. Yep. Dates yes. ageless hot dudes. Oh, my God. <laughs> with great hair. With amazing hair. She's got a type. And gentlemen, Lisa, you're not it. <laughs> Lisa, yes. All day long. She's making serious waves out there. Mm. Um, but high fidelity. Yes, sorry. It was it was really fun. Um, a little heart wrenching at sometimes uh, because it just feels like I don't know. It holds a, a good mirror up to modern relationships and like oh, okay. modern dating and all that stuff. But the whole premise is she's uh, going back through her dating history to find out, like you know, to evaluate and find out like what went wrong and also like what are, what are my top fives? You know, the top five oh, okay. loves I've lost in my life and like she's you know, so young. <laughs> she's she turns thirty in the show. Like okay. like her thirtieth birthday happens, okay, but like that makes a little sense. But yeah. even still, it's just like this is someone who's obsessed like with the past and like categorizing things like she owns like you know a vintage record store and all that stuff um but oh my god her one of her employees her her name i forget right now uh divine joy she was in dolomite is my name um i'm gonna pull up her name right now but she is fantastic oh nice um she is bringing the same divine joy randolph um, she's bringing the same energy Jack Black brought in the, uh, original role. She plays his role, essentially. Oh, I recognize her. Um, she's a woman trying to start her own band. Oh, cool. Uh, and like, you know, she's a loud mouth and like sassy as all hell. And it just feels like this is the same Jack Black energy in like a black lady's body. No way. And it's like, damn, you, I would, if you two ever met, the world would explode. <laughs> it's just. Oh, I like this. That might have been like a selling point. It's amazing casting and she's really funny in it. And like, you get to see multiple sides of that character. It's like, you get to see the person, the badass that works in the store and is like, you know, making jokes all the time. Very confident. Very confident. Mm-hmm. And the person that's like, you know, has like a side job that they're not proud of and like, oh, you know, like, yeah. and struggling, like, you know, coming to terms, like being a creative person and like, you know, getting their ideas out there totally. and like, they're afraid to do it a little bit. And it's just like, nice to see that. Um, and yeah, it's well shot. Um, it's done with like a, a style of like narration where like, you know, the main character, uh, Zoe Kravitz is like talking to the camera all the time. Okay. Like it's, it's good. I really liked it. I had high hopes for it and mm-hmm. it was delivered upon in watching the show. Do you feel like she can, she's really carrying that, not carrying it, but like she holds her own as like the main character? Hell yeah. Because nice. you know what? I don't think I've ever seen her as like a main character in anything before. I feel like she's also very physically diminutive. Yes. Like you're such a tiny pocket person. Yes. But like, yeah. I feel like Tessa Thompson gets a lot of the roles that she would be up for normally. I can see that. I feel like Tessa Thompson is very athletic also. Mm-hmm and like so yeah different i'm sure they go out for the same things but mm-hmm. if you're they're two very different types. like physically looking at them yeah. you're gonna put tessa thompson like in more of an action role right whereas, before you would a zoe kravitz yeah, looks very artistic and whatnot mm-hmm. um but yeah i i liked it and i can't wait for season two like nice. hulu's killing it this season i got another hulu show i want to talk about later but yeah mm-hmm. it was really good um so one of the guys on high fidelity is on <laughs> he's on in vera which is my british crime drama. oh is that the the guy with like the grayish black hair the, uh, the kingsley tall... benadir yes yes yes, yes. So he's a very handsome man he plays the um coroner on vera and they when they got rid of my hot detective guy then they i was sad but then they brought him in and i was like yeah 
Hey. So I get to see him at least a couple times per episode. Pretty good replacement. I'm so stoked. Anytime she has to go to the corners. <laughs> like, yeah, let's go to that like, mortuary. Like, oh, let's have someone die, but it's so great that this guy yes. gets attention. <laughs> oh, we have to go look at the body again. <laughs> Excellent. Mm. Uh, he plays uh, Lisa, uh, not Lisa Bonet, um, Zoe Kravitz's like, main love interest, <gasps> you could say. I have to watch this show. Does he get to have his English accent? Yes, he does. <gasps> he has to be British. He's so charming, Jason. <laughs> and he is. And you get the feeling like, he's tall. why did y'all... It, it, the show starts with them broken up. And it's just like... And they're a pretty couple. Like, why would y'all break up? Like, what Apple's happened? so attractive. Mm-hmm. <gasps> okay. Like, maybe I have to watch this Just show. look at the first episode. If you don't like it, you don't like it. But okay. worth taking a peek. Okay. I might have to do this. Mm. Um, I... Okay, I'll go to my next not great. <laughs> I can't wait. Like, I'm very curious. Um, I don't know. Well, I do know why. It's because I have bad taste in movies. But I watched the movie Crawl. Crawl? Why do I know that name? What do you think it's about? <sighs> Goodness gracious. I want to say it's like some kind of slither alien situation. But, um, but okay, let's go. Crawl. So the night shift's a tough place, especially when you're a grave digger. So, what comes out at night? Uh, ben Simonson, new gravedigger, <laughs> is going to find out as these creepy crawlies. Who's Ben Simonson? I don't know. The guy in the movie. Oh. <laughs> um, I was like, is this a wrestler <laughs> that I don't know about? Which is also all wrestlers. <laughs> but no, um, I have no idea what crawl is about. Um, it's also not great. Mm-hmm. Um, it has three things that I love, which is natural disasters, monsters, well, not really monsters, but kind of monsters, and Barry Pepper. Hey! Barry Pe- Peppy Barry! Exactly. <laughs> the best part of Saving Private Ryan. I love seeing that guy. Whenever he shows up, it's I like, adore Barry. that man. Also, he looks good. He's in good, good shape. Um, oh, this is that Gator movie? It's that gator movie. Oh, okay. All right. You okay. know I love a gator. <laughs> um, so basically, um, I can't remember where they are. Florida, I think. Has to be. I can't imagine anywhere yeah, else. Yeah, because she's a swimmer, I mm. think, in Florida. Um, can't. I didn't write the actress's name down because I'm the worst. And so she's like 20 years old. She's a swimmer. Mm-hmm. As well, 20 year olds are. I wonder if this will come into play. <laughs> How long could you hold her breath? Oh no. <laughs> Turns out a good long while. Sure. Um, and so there's just like a shit ton of rain. There's a lot of flooding. So they're trying to evacuate people. Uh, she's like, hey, dad, aka Barry Pepper, where are you it's at? It's so weird to think of him as a dad at I this point. I know. He's been like a young hot dude. And so he's locked in my mind as. So. I know. Can't think of him as a dad just yet. He will forever be the young sniper guy who could sleep no matter how many men he killed. (laughs) No matter how many lives he took, still could sleep like a baby. Always Mickey Mantle to me. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yes. I I almost watched that movie (laughs) purely because of Barry Pepper. (laughs) Um, So she has to find her dad. And so she goes back to this house, which was like a really pretty house. And you know, I love interior design. So I was mm-hmm. into this house and I was sad that I essentially got washed away. <laughs> um, and so, uh Oh, Barry peppers in the basement. Uh Oh, their gators already down there. And then they get trapped and like these people should have died 800 times over. Does Barry pepper have like a skill? Is he like an outdoorsman? Like what's his thing? 
Because it feels like um, it would come into play in a movie like this. He's generally like a handy dude. Okay. I feel like he's wearing a flannel something in this movie. He might be. Okay. <laughs> he's like a, a, like a blue collar guy. I okay. Think, kind of like very handy, common sense, you mm-hmm. know, loves his kid. Um, Mrs. Sniping. I'm just kidding. Um. <laughs> if I could just put a bullet in a man's head from 300, 400 yards away even, I, I would sleep well. <laughs> um, so it's exactly, it's weirdly like felt kind of long and just when you think it's over, it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, she does put her hair up though, which I appreciate. Hey. It doesn't stay up. I don't know how. Mm-hmm. Presumably just a rush of water. But... I also don't know why these gators are so hungry for man flesh. <laughs> Quite frankly, like, w- oh, why? You live in Florida. There's plenty of stuff around. Like, there's several movies of this where, like, these animals just want to feed on humans. Mm-hmm. It's like a consistent thing that happens. Um, for me, my favorite one, it's not the best one, maybe, but uh, is uh, Ghost in the Darkness with Val Kilmer and uh, Michael Douglas. I remember my parents like renting that. My parents also rented that. And they that. were like, you cannot it. watch this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but I was really, I loved blonde men when I was a kid. <laughs> now, not so much. But I was like feeling Val Kilmer. Mm-hmm. It was like 96. Who was it? It was in its heyday. It was like p- post Batman. Yeah. 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 I was feeling him in Batman too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was sad that I could not watch that movie um as someone that did watch it at that oh, age no. um it's good um but go on i'm sorry what is the what is the plot of it oh um well in that it is the uh late 1800s early 1900s um they are in a small town in africa where they're building a railroad through it mm. uh val kilmer is the engineer who's like designing the railroad um and uh michael douglas has been brought in to hunt some lions that have been assaulting and preying upon like the workers on the railroad right right and like it becomes a literal game of cat and mouse where like Mm. these lions are apparently very intelligent and are (laughs) like hunting these men and like setting traps and all this stuff but it's based on a true story where in which like these two very weird looking lions it's like they were adult males that didn't have like full manes and they were like that's why they're angry (laughs) they were bald lions that were also like um kind of lighter colored like almost albino Mm. it's like they were mutants of some kind and it's like there's some genetic stuff going on there some genetic difference happening in them where it's just like this is weird because they have a taste for blood and they are have been hunting and picking men off well i used to get that movie mixed up because the island of dr moreau came out around the same time and it also has val kilmer Mm -hmm. apparently he was in a real lion's phase he became a cat man (laughs) another movie that my parents rented and i could not watch i didn't want to watch it as a kid like this looks like too much for me (laughs) i read the book as like a couple years ago and was like oh this is real fucked up (laughs) oh i am so glad that my parents were responsible and did not let me watch that movie because they would have really ruined val for me (laughs) um maybe island dr moreau was just this prequel to from what i understand what's more interesting than the island dr moreau is the documentary made about the island dr moreau because all the production problems that happened on that movie oh that's right like a director being fired and then sneaking back onto the (gasps) movie like as an extra what <laughs> in the film like marlon brando being the worst person alive oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like for Bulk trying to escape the country 
um, homegirl from uh, The Waterboy and The Craft. Um, she you once you see her face, there's like, oh, that is why your name is this. Um, what is her name? Ferruzia Bulk. Um, she looks exactly like what oh, her yep. name is. I know yep. exactly who that uh-huh. is. And she tried to escape the country, like for good reason. Just like I can't be in this movie anymore. And I believe like the director, or someone called her, like as she's about to get to the, get to the airport, like if you leave, the studio will sue you for everything you have. Get back to that movie. Sad. Oh it was insanity. <laughs> But I'm sorry, crawl. <laughs> oh, there's really not much to say about it. Uh, they try to escape from gators. That's <laughs> yeah, really, you know. Oh, and there's a dog. Oh, okay. The dog makes it. Okay, cool. Nice. That's really. There's a whole website devoted to that now. Um, does the dog die? That's com. fair enough. Yeah. Which it's is probably run by Megan Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> or at least funded by. <laughs> yeah, that's fair because rarely do they actually make it to the end of the movie? Yes. This one, I knew that it would. Just because, like, I don't know. I feel like you can tell when it is going to make it when it's That's not. That's fair, yeah. Um, well, this dog has some serious screen time going on. You can't kill this dog. This dog's a star. It's super cute. I can't remember what its name is, but, like, it stands in the doorway or, like, the like the doors to the basement mm-hmm. and like someone like the dog stands there and barks and it's fine and then it moves to the side a person stands there and gets eaten immediately okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this is great this is my kind of movie <laughs> it was dumb and i you know i kind of enjoyed it okay i love water <laughs> i love a flood god i love a flood oh uh i can recommend one movie to you then uh mm-hmm. heavy rain um oh, with yeah, yeah yeah christian slater and morgan freeman I might have seen it. Maybe. But it's been a while. It's just a fun heist movie. Um, essentially. Rain 4000. <laughs> <laughs> rain 4000. Christian Bale. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman is the rain. Wait, it's Christian Bale? No, Christian Bale. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> Christian Slater. Okay, those are two very different very Christians. Christians. How dare you? Right. I got really excited. Because if it well. was Christian Bale, I would 1000%, nay, 4000% be there. <laughs> Batman versus Lucius Fox? I'm in. <laughs> Finally, they're going to settle their beef. <laughs> um, no, it's a heist during a flood uh, in the rain. Uh, interesting. Kind of like Hurricane Heist. A little bit of Hurricane Heist, but way more subdued. <laughs> I didn't actually see Hurricane Heist. Okay. It looked pretty bad, it, despite my love for hurricanes <laughs> and heists. Um, no. What else you got? Um, what else do I have? Hunters. I watched Hunters on Amazon. And... It was okay. I kind of didn't care for it all that oh, much. Oh, that's a new thing, right? Yeah, Al Pacino, uh, oh. Jordan Peele produced. Al Pacino looked a little wonky doodles, so I said, oh, I'm out. He was fine. Okay. Um, Pacino was pretty good. He was quiet Pacino. He wasn't <gasps> oh. crazy big yelly Pacino, which is like such a difference. Almost scarier. Yeah. Um, it's just interesting to see him like on a show. Mm-hmm. like um, And it's, it's you know, it, it's decent quality, Amazon. Um. But it was just fun to see him like on a week to week basis. Not week to week, it was, you know, streamable. Mm-hmm. But like on an episodic thing, like which was like kinda cool. And this is about like Nazi hunters? Nazi hunters. But so yeah, like the teenagers? whole premise the well, the premise behind the show is um th- that yes, there are Nazis living in America, uh, as a result of the end of the war. Um what year is this set in? This is set in like nineteen seventy nine, seventy eight. So like the end of the seventies, start of the start of the eighties. Um set in New York City. Um, and it's basically about the 
about Nazis living in America and this group of individuals who are who've chosen to hunt them down for their crimes. Um, but the way it's presented is a little comic booky, mm-hmm. like which is fine, I guess. Like, you know, it's it's treating it the subject very seriously, but the way that it's uh, introducing its characters and like telling its plot. Uh, it's very much like a comic book and they wear that on the sleeve too. Like, you know, they make many references to comic books. Like the main kid is like, you know, like, well, this is just like, you know, like an issue of Spider-Man. Like, okay, we get it, man. You like comics. (laughs) Um, And yeah, like it's, it's about a kid being brought into this world that he didn't even know about. He didn't even know existed and like kind of being forced to like take up arms in this war uh, and like be a soldier in it. Um, it's the period pieces are nice like you know you do feel like you're in the 1970s um what's his name what, uh, gosh the guy the from guy? josh no, radner josh radner is fantastic in it really he is so damn funny in it i like his character the most uh he plays like a m- mediocre not mediocre like a moderately famous actor okay. in this world himself himself um it's like if he became a hunter of Nazis okay. <laughs> after how I met your mother. Gotcha. Um, it's like, I think I know that guy. Like, mm. yeah, you might. And uh, he's just very charismatic on the show. He feels like, where, where the rest of them feel like, I don't know, weird comic book stereotypes. Mm-hmm. He feels like a person. Oh, okay. That's nice. <laughs> like, I'm just a guy. And like, you know, this is something I, I do because I believe in the, the mission and all that stuff. But like, I really want to get back to acting. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, if this next role works out, oh my God, it'd be so cool. That's but like, funny. I like his character the most. He adds a lot of humor to like very serious, intense situations, mm. uh, and things like like are a bit like melodramatic. Like he cools out, and he's it feels like he's having a good time doing it. That's cool. Um, so yeah, I, I like that the most on the show. In, in all honesty, as soon as I saw the main white boy, Logan Lo- Lerman, yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like Hollywood just keeps on trying with him, and I want to be like, listen, I don't really, I, I know the name. He is attractive. He's like a cute white boy. Mm-hmm. Number seven sixty three. Great. Uh, we combined elements from two twenty one, nine thirty three, and four nineteen. Oh, and you get a Logan Lerman. <laughs> um, but he just and it's nothing. I'm sure he's lovely and he's a perfectly fine actor. But there's just mm-hmm. nothing really there to grab onto. And I feel like Hollywood keeps trying. I'm just like I'm good, guys. I don't know what he's been in before this. Like I know the name, but I just I don't know what he's been in. I think it's been like in. young, like young adult movies, mm-hmm. like YA stuff. Um, the person being a wallflower. Oh, he's the main guy in Percy Jackson. Oh, he's the lightning thief. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that the lightning thing? <laughs> Thief you speak of? <laughs> oh yes, Percy. I know Percival, of course. <laughs> um, yeah, he's that guy. And maybe it's just that I have trouble because I knew that he was um like in that stuff, it's hard for me to think of him as an adult. Because mm-hmm. he also just kinda looks young. He looks very young. So it's just a little tricky for me. Also, he looks like the main guy from like Maze Runner. Yeah, that same mold of human words. Number like, 657. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, Again, you're a slim built, like, you know, 5'9", five, 5'10 yeah. five, guy. You, you're the best looking guy in your high school, probably. <laughs> you know? Or like your class. You're like the hot guy in your class. Why is that so funny? <laughs> it sounds like you're like a porn producer of the 70s. Best looking guy. 
in your high school. That's the best you can do. That's fine. Take off your pants. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that would be me in the 70s, quite frankly, Jason. You hit the nail on the head. <laughs> I'd be me too out of there real quick. But he is. He's like the he's like the cutest boy in your class. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Whatever. But I just I need again. No one's shoving this in my face. I don't know why this is a thing. But he's a baby, and I can't think of him as an adult now. People like him are being shoved in our face. Like you know that same kind kind of looking dude. Mm -hmm. I guess. And I don't know why some are able to. I don't know if it's charisma. I don't know if it's the roles or. Mm-hmm. The actual acting talent, but some kind of can break through and some just fade don't. away. Yeah. Like, I haven't seen Maze Runner slash Teen Wolf Kid in a long time. Dylan, what's his face? Yes. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Mm. Still running that maze. Who knows? I, you know. And we're fans of the Maze Runner. <laughs> I was literally talking about it today at work. <laughs> I pre ordered like the second and third book. <laughs> Why? I like, was like 23. I would make... That's too old to be reading them now. And now I've seen all three movies. And I'm really a fan of the third one. I feel like I don't make time for movies anymore. But for The Maze Runner, what I would do is I'd clean the house. I would make time. I would sit down by myself, making sure that no one else was home. <laughs> and like, just really enjoy the fuck out of The Maze Runner. I'd feel like tired from cleaning. Like, yeah, we're going to do this now. If there was ever like, like a USA... Because it probably wouldn't be TNT. If there is someone who is having, like, kind of how TNT has the, the like, Lord of the Rings, like, mm-hmm. the play all three. If they did, like, a Maze Runner series of all three, in. guess what? Cancel my plans. I'm going to bring my pillow from my bed to my couch. And I'm going to sit there and watch all three movies. Like, choose a weird holiday. This, uh, Arbor Day Marathon <laughs> of the Maze Runner. I'm like, fuck, yeah, I love this part time of the year. Every year, do the Maze Runner. Like, sign me up. Shit. Yes. Oh, so great. I don't know why. I like. <laughs> Anyways. Cool. <laughs> so what else have you seen? Oh. Um, I uh, watched... You know, so you know how I like to watch, um, uh, like, very popular movies, like, four to six years after they're popular? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I finally watched True Grit. <laughs> <laughs> Another Barry Pepper joint. Okay. Yes, it was, Jason. <laughs> I was Jason, I was fucking thrilled when he popped up at the end. Oh, boy. I was like, ooh, Barry Pepper weekend. I am very happy that you saw this movie. Um, me and my friends wanted to go see this in theaters. Oh, yeah. No, I knew I couldn't see it in theaters. And it's it's not necessarily a movie that you would... To that today, I think you get moviegoers say like, go out and yeah, watch. Yeah, no, not at all. Um, but it was a good time watching that movie. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like, even more than I thought it would. It's so very different from the original, too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And I like I know I'm getting old because my like <laughs> my first thought when I finished watching was that Haley Steinfeld, you know, what a talented young lady, <laughs> which is something my father would say. <laughs> <laughs> and granted, she's an adult now, but I feel like her role could have swung very easily to a very annoying, whiny child. Oh, yeah. And she, you like her from the get-go. She's a tough little cookie. And, like, yeah, she's really kind of charming and funny and smart. And she feels, like, reasonable. Like yes. It doesn't feel like her, like her 
actions or emotions. And holy shit, I forgot that that was Haley Steinfeld. Yeah. I. The girl from Bumblebee is the same girl the that was girl a favorite. from Bumblebee. You know what? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I endorse this. I agree with this. I just didn't. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I, I did. The girl from Pitch Perfect. Oh, just I didn't. didn't I, I just know. didn't know. Um, she. She's adorable. And I thought it was kind of funny that they keep on referring to her like she's ugly. <laughs> like multiple times, the guys are like this one with a like rough face or whatever. Like, just just like, she's adorable. They keep calling her homely. It's just like yeah. her hair's just in pigtails. I don't know what the hell's going on here. It made me laugh. Um, I I know people love Jeff Bridges. I have not seen that much with him. Oh, okay. And, like, I've never seen... What's the one where Big Lebowski? Yeah, never seen it, and I'm totally fine to never see it. Okay. Don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, But I found him incredibly charming as, like, the tough guy with a heart of gold. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even know Matt Damon was in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had no idea, Jason. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this guy. Oh, he's going to be in it for a minute. Oh, no, you're in the whole movie. He's in it, in it, yeah. Who knew? Not this lady. But as, like, a fun supporting character. Yeah. It's not, like, a second lead or anything thing like that, yeah. you know? I, I've never really disliked Matt Damon, but I've also never really liked him that much. I feel that's many people's opinion on him. I personally like him. You know, I'm coming around, Jason. Because <laughs> I, when I really stepped back and thought about it, I was like, he's had a pretty interesting career. Like yeah. he picks interesting stuff to do. It's not you've never seen him in like a romantic comedy. Nope. He does. He like, didn't try to be everything like Ben yeah, Affleck did. His stuff is kind of all over the place and it's interesting and mm-hmm. like, yeah, he's a good actor. Um, so I was pleasantly surprised. Um, oh, so just the main plot real quick is, uh, Haley Seinfeld's dad in the movie is killed. And so she just kind of wants him brought to justice. Um, so it's a fun little Western. Um, and I like that it was just a really straightforward story. Like, yeah. this happened. I want my revenge. This guy can help me. Here we go. We're going on the road. Like, no crazy twists or betrayals. It's nope. like, Matt Damon's going to betray them. Like, no. no. <laughs> He's just like, God, I, these fuckers, I can't do it anymore. And just rides away. I'm yeah. fine. Um, Josh Brolin shows up at the end. And it's weird to see him because it was obviously years ago. So he wasn't like the giant jacked Josh Brolin. Uh-huh. And it's just like, oh, you're just normal sized. He was doing like this. And I think like W was a couple years before that. But like oh, this was like, okay. to yeah. me, like the rise of like adult Josh Brolin, yes. like Agreed. adult actor as yeah, opposed yeah, yeah. to Josh Brolin child actor. Josh Brolin dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so it was odd to see him just like a normal human man mm-hmm. size. Um, and then Barry Pepper shows up. Because you first you see him from very far away. And I didn't realize that was him. And then he's like in your face i was like is that is that my bear he's the grossest he's ever looked his teethers are rough like amazing uh makeup yes. being done on him. makeup and tooth tooth decay makeup is <laughs> solid um so yeah i i'd watch it again it was really really fun yeah i i haven't seen it in so long and yeah, I would like to watch it again. It was like on Am- not on Amazon. It was on um. I think it is on Amazon now. I think that's how I watched it. Oh, on Amazon I think Prime. It's free. Yeah. Okay. It was like on uh, Netflix forever mm. in the like those like five years ago, six years ago. It's but on not so one much of them because that's how I watched it. Okay. I didn't have to pay for it. Anything, All right. So yeah. I would for sure check a that out. A delightful ride. Okay. Um, one thing I watched, and I don't know why I buried the lead. Um, mm. I saw 
uh, until about a week or two ago, the highest grossing film in America, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, oh. <laughs> I was trying to think of what it was. I was like, I don't, I don't know. Nothing came out. In the doldrums of February, yeah. there came a little blue ball. One In 2020, one thing won, <laughs> and it was fucking Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Who would have thunk it? Um, it came out a week after Birds of Prey and really just demolished it um, as far as like box office goes. Mm. Um, no, to no fault of Birds of Prey, like fine movie. Um, but yeah, Sonic's fun. It's a fun movie. It's it's a it's a kids movie that parents won't be bored at. And when I went to go see it, uh, it was primarily adults in the audience. And what I enjoyed was like seeing adults and their kids both go like, "Oh, it's that character!" Like, "Oh, that's so cool." And I was like, that seems nice. That's cute. Uh, as I was leaving the theater, there was one uh, Japanese man in the audience about like in his like early 40s who was just like really enjoying like just the credits. Just like, oh, yeah. It just felt like, <laughs> you work on this movie? <laughs> there was like a sense of pride in him that was like, I just. Maybe he did. <laughs> That's awesome. Like I saw like, uh, the, like the opening night or whatever mm. um, in New York. I'm just like. Maybe you did work on this movie. I don't know. Um, but yeah, the whole premise being like, hey, this is like this character or this this creature from another world comes to ours uh, and the U.S. government wants him. It's like this guy is creating a, an insane amount of energy and the government wants to hunt him down and find the source of this disturbance. Um, and James Marsden plays the small town sheriff. James Marsden has the weirdest career on a yes, fucking planet. Yes, fucking does. Like... Like, if you need an animated thing to be acted next to, Marsden's there. And yet he's also in, what's the show on each, Westworld? Westworld. You get a guy that's going to be handsome as shit and is definitely, like, supposed to be the lead of a show, he's but like isn't. handsome <laughs> brunette guy number, like, 174. I would say, like, he's in the high ranks, like, one of the first. Yeah. <laughs> 174 is pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Like, yeah. Um, Like... If you need a, a handsome leading man that's going to get his girl stolen by, like, a scruffy, gruff, more handsome man. X-Men. Yeah, call James Morrison, all right? Mm-hmm. X-Men, Superman Returns. Like, he's just going to get his, his lady taken from all over the place. And he's going to look good while doing it. You know, it. it's okay, James. I'm here for you when that happens. <laughs> I'll be your fallback. He marries Liz Levin, like, which is oh, fantastic. Oh, that's right. Yeah, just the weirdest career. He has the oddest, like, career. He and, like, doesn't say no. He doesn't say no, and it's worked out for him so far. He's a yes-and man, and it's not been rocky. It's not been, like, bumpy up and down. It's like He, like, works consistently. He's working consistently. It's a yeah. straight line, baby. And he's aging well. He's aging fantastic. This man's, like, his late 40s and, like, looks is great. Really? Like mid to late forties, like Marsden's like forty five at least. I feel like he's been around for a while. Oh yeah, since like the early two thousands. Ninety eight is the first thing I saw him in. Uh, Disturbing behavior. Yeah, he's forty six. There you go. <laughs> like, he uh, he's great in it. Um, and my favorite part of this movie, Jim Carrey. Um, I was gonna ask, how is he? He is the Jim Carrey of our youth. I was gonna say it looks like it was made for him, and he's just like really happy to be there and just being the most himself ever i feel like for so long he hasn't done roles like this and i'm just happy that like a whole generation of kids gets to like enjoy this jim carrey like because one of like the most watched christmas movies on netflix right now is like the grinch that stole christmas oh Oh, really um from like the the one from like when we were kids like from 99 kids the one the live action the live action one yeah where he was really fucking funny in it kids 
love that movie today. Really? They really enjoy it. Did not see that coming. Like, my younger cousins, like, they are just, like, all in on that movie. No shit. Kids really enjoy that movie. I would totally rewatch that movie. <laughs> so it's fun that they get something he's so new funny. Yeah. that he's in, um, where he's like rubber face, like mm-hmm. crazy pants, Jim Carrey, and he's really good at it. Um, and you could tell that the director's like, "Hey Jim, do your thing, man. Just do you. We're just gonna roll the camera. <laughs> we'll roll the camera. Like we'll edit out what we need to." Mm-hmm. And like he is fantastic. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, an, inter- an entertaining movie that kids are going to love and parents will enjoy. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I rewatched Skeleton Twins. Ooh, I also started watching a little bit of that recently. <laughs> I, it's really, I think it's really good. I think it's really well written. It is. There's not, you know, where they could have had a lot of exposition. There wasn't. You just mm-hmm. kind of figure it out and it assumes, I think its audience is reasonably intelligent. And mm-hmm. so you do, you just figure it out along the way. Um, I could watch Bill Hader and Kristen Wiig just be silly and laugh at each other Absolutely. all goddamn day long. Because like, you could tell when they were clearly just kind of improving stuff and mm-hmm. genuinely making each other just really laugh yes. hard at the dentist's office. Yes! And you just feel like a pal watching them and having a good time and like sitting on the couch watching two of your friends be silly and you're just in on it and it's great. And it's not like a crazy wackadoo movie where no, like, you know... it's very much rooted in reality. Yeah, like, like people looking at their past and looking at themselves and like just putting the mirror to themselves and saying like man i suck and i could be better yeah like am i going to be better maybe i hope but like i just know that i'm not in a great place right now yeah and it doesn't end on such a note that it's oh everything's wrapped up in a bow and it's all gonna be fine like it's like well no we're both gonna kind of try to start over a little bit and Mm. see how this goes and yeah it was just really they're great and like a solid supporting cast too and like ty burrell Burrell. and uh luke wilson yeah Luke Wilson is so sweet in that movie. Also, the hot Australian guy, but he's not Australian in real life. I looked him up. He's actually American. He just has a great Australian accent, and I want to marry him. (laughs) He's so, so attractive. (laughs) It hurts my eyeballs. And you get why Kristen Wiig was into it. Oh, yeah. I'd cheat on Luke Wilson with him, too. I mean, Christ almighty. Luke, no! I love him too. I would sleep with both of them. I get it. Kristen Wiig's character, one thousand percent. Because he is—he's a really sweet guy, and you can understand why. Even if it's not necessarily the right guy for her, why she would kind of—this is a terrible term—but like settle settle for that because he's a yeah. good guy. He's a loyal guy. He's a sweet guy who clearly like adores her, mm-hmm. who doesn't really understand her but thinks she's amazing so he just goes with it so like it's really i it's very much rooted in reality and i really liked it there's like yeah some some lovely sadness that's yeah and like you feel for everyone in that situation totally where it's like you know i feel bad for you but i feel bad for her too like you know like that's real and that's like you know something that you don't always get in movies like that Mm. so yeah it's a great little movie and also i think probably if not the very first one of bill Hader's first like uh, post SNL roles, mm-hmm. um, and he's great in it. And I'm glad that they didn't make his because he's gay in the movie. His character isn't like a dumb stereotype of what right. people think a gay person should be. They didn't make him like Stefan or something. Yeah, like that. he's just a normal. Yeah, he's yeah. just a guy. He's great. Um, yeah, I need to rewatch and finish it. I started watching it, just didn't finish it for yeah. some reason. I don't know why. But yes, it is very enjoyable. Yeah. Um. I watched uh, Shaft from last year, 2019. I just, 
Did I just see it on somewhere? Like it's on HBO now. HBO now, HBO Go. Okay, I know I saw it somewhere. It's so much fun. Really? It's really funny. The cast is really amazing. It's uh yeah, right? the cast is uh Sam Jackson, uh Regina Hall, That's, um yeah. and Jesse L oh god, why can't I remember his name? Uh Richard Roundtree, the original shaft is in it, of course. Um pausing, Jesse Pausing L. to Jesse Williams. Oh no, god damn it. Ah, I know this. Shaft 2019, is that what I'm looking up? Jesse T. Usher, excuse me, goodness gracious. Um, I don't even know what he looks like, but he sounds He handsome. was in The Boys um, as A-Train. Oh, my goodness <laughs> gracious <laughs> me, oh my. You are stunned immediately upon seeing him. I mean, A, I love a, um, I love like an abbreviated name, like a JJ. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I find that charming, but he's so darn cute. He's got a lovely smile. Oh, God, he's younger than me. Oh, that hurts a little bit. <laughs> okay. That's, uh, oh, okay. That's okay. I get over that. It's fine. But he is hilarious. Imagine oh, nice. if, like, a regular person had to, like, take on a murder investigation, which is kind of what he's thrown into. That's what into. I'm waiting for, Jason. I'm waiting for one day a cop to be like, I need you to do this. And, and he hands me a badge. And I'm just like, yes, I can. Uh, so the premise of the movie is Jesse Usher plays the son of uh, Regina King. Yes, that's right. Uh, oh, sorry, Regina Hall and uh, Sam Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sam Jackson's pretty much an absent dad. Uh, his mother didn't want him in his life because, like, bullets follow you. Fair. Like, you can't be around this kid. So it's fair. And he's totally like, great don't want to be a dad. <laughs> um, and Jesse Usher's friend, um, who is like, you know, returning vets, starts his organization to help vets, and he gets killed. And Jesse Usher's an FBI uh, tech analyst. Wait, say that. Who gets killed? Sorry. Uh, Jesse Usher's friend. Okay. Uh, returning vet, starts his organization. I was too busy looking at pictures of him, and I got <laughs> He got Sorry. lost in his eyes. I really did. Um, and Jesse Usher, like, you know, wants to investigate, like, what happened to my friend? Why did he die? And teams up with his dad to do so. Um, it's, like, a pretty solid, like, detective story. But, like, also really funny. Sam Jackson and it Jesse Usher's funny. interactions are so good. Oh, my God. Regina Hall is fantastic. She's How old is she? Because I feel like there's a very large age disparity. There's a good age gap there. When I saw the trailer for the first time, I was like... This looks fun. She's a lot younger than him. <laughs> this is a little confusing. Yes. Uh, you know, it's about like 47, 48. So, Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. She looks amazing. Like, and Sam Jackson's about 70. <laughs> That's why I was so confused when I saw the trailer. I was like, is that his daughter? <laughs> <laughs> is that your child? <laughs> like, I really was confused by it. And I was like, wait, but how Like your she niece, have- perhaps? She's fucking 49? Yeah. If you told me that she was 31, I'd be like, yeah, of course she's 31. <laughs> look at her. She looks amazing. She's like, she has like a baby face, <laughs> a beautiful baby face. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. How dare you? Um, she's Holy really shit. good in this. Um, it is a good action. Great gun, great, great gunfights. Um, gun um, musical, musical cues that happen throughout the movie are good. Uh, it respects the uh, chronology of Shaft from the first Shaft, like 1976 to like, now <laughs> um it's good it is so much fun it is not uh the star parade that shaft 2000 was 
that everyone was in. Oh, really? Tony Collette, Christian Bale, uh, Jeffrey Wright, uh, Sam Jackson. Um, All I needed was Christian Bale. <laughs> everyone's in this movie. But in this one, uh, yeah, like, it was just fun. I can't recommend this enough. Really? <laughs> I didn't think I'd like it. I thought I'd walk into this like, this is going to be bullshit. And then... <laughs> Why is another like Sam Jackson cash grab? It whatever. Did not get good reviews. Hey, <laughs> I watched a different movie then. I guess I don't know. Nothing. I no. I don't. I'm just surprised. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. Like I, I just really liked it. It just clicked with me for some reason. Mm. Um, and I don't think it did well in the box office. I don't think mm-hmm. critics liked it, but I don't care. <laughs> but do you think the critics are just a bunch of old white guys? Maybe, maybe a bunch of old white guys. Maybe these are people that didn't really uh, see the shaft prior to this which was 20 years ago yeah um but it is just there's nothing spectacular about it mm-hmm. it is a uh, like by the book action comedy that's all i want which is kind of what i wanted yeah. i didn't need anything extra than that this is not a, a kind of movie that they make for even netflix that much anymore yeah totally. um oh and then they made spencer confidential recently i'll talk about that one a little bit mm. but um but no it was fun and i want to see it again <laughs> nice um i watched parasite oh yes what so now we can finally talk about thoughts um my first note was just yup in a period (laughs) yep Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um this is not a movie for me because it is stressful Mm -hmm. and it's the type of stress that i hate and why i don't like i mean i don't like sitcoms for a lot of reasons but the whole like this character or group of characters has a secret that if this other antagonist finds out, uh-oh, there's going to be consequences. It stresses me the fuck out, Jason, and that's all this movie is. It's weird because it's, it's so stressful. It's On paper, it's low stakes because it only affects a couple of people. But, but high stakes, the highest stakes. So high stakes. Their livelihood. Like, you really like them. Yeah. I really liked that family. Like. Was, the kids were really smart and clever. I respect their hustle. <laughs> For real. And like the dad's like, cool, got it. I can do this. Mm-hmm. I, I, the mom, you knew the mom was going to be an issue. Oh, major spoilers for Parasite, by the way. Um, I was like, oh no, as mom, soon as mom gets in the picture, it's not going to be good. And so, which I didn't, I was like, how are they going to get her in there? And then when they showed that they're getting rid of the housekeeper, I was like, oh no, this is the turn. Yeah. This is where it all falls apart. Because that housekeeper old lady also on the surface seemed really nice. Like, to me, it seemed like they started to like bet more than their hand was worth. Yeah. When they started to bring the dad in. Because it's like, okay. Oh, yeah. What? I thought it was going to end with the kids, but I was like, cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then like, ooh, dad, that's a real push. Because you're pushing someone out of the picture now. Yes. I was like, that handsome man will find another job. It'll be okay. <laughs> and like the dad was at least like qualified for it. Yeah, he was a driver at one point so, in his like, life. Okay. But then it got a little bit... This is not the right analogy, but like Animal Farm esque, in just that, like you kind of became your worst enemies, and that, like, oh, now yeah. you're keeping people down, but you were being kept down. Oh, okay. And like now it becomes doggy dog, and yes. it's just like bef- before it's like you're looking at them, and it's just like, man, this is kind of messed up, and it's relatable too because like the kids are qualified totally to have great jobs, like the parents are qualified to have great jobs. But it's just and none of them are dumb. Like yeah. they're all trying. It's like, just shitty. 
it's just hard to get a job. Yeah. Like the the data says something at one point. Like it's especially like, in Korea, where it's just like so fucking crazy. Like crazy overpopulated, and at the same and time, like the education system and levels are insane. Everyone's highly educated. Yeah, going for like similar jobs, and like the dad mentions, like, hey, like you know, it's really hard when like you know you're going for like a simple security guard job, yeah. and you're going as five hundred people who yeah. all have college degrees, like four year degrees, going for the same like basic entry-level job the dumbest kid in a smart class in in like korea is be like the valedictorian of every single (laughs) high school in america (laughs) and like the movie shows that like you know this emphasis on like educating this bratty ass child Mm -hmm. like we know with a private tutor and like an art therapy teacher and all that stuff (laughs) um but i had you in the back of my head because i think it was you who said like it's kind of kind of two parts in that there's the first hour and then there's the second hour. Yeah. And so I was watching it and I was like, and it's not the type of movie like I would typically watch anyways. It's just kind of a, on the surface, just like a drama. Yeah. And so it's not usually my kind of thing. Um, so it was literally like at the hour and I was like, okay, like this was fine. Um, but I'm not like super feeling it. But I know Jason told me that the second hour changes or whatever. So, like, I guess I'll stick around. <laughs> and then it immediately changed it. I was like, oh, 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 God. Okay. Once All you right. see a lady wedged between a wall and a shelf, it's like, <laughs> what the fuck is happening? And even though that image in and of itself should not be disturbing, Dark. it's highly it's disturbing. It's so scary. I don't know why. It's so... I don't know if it's because of the level of desperation it's conveying, of, her like, the age, physicality of her it all. size. Like... Everything about it. And, like, it's a very dark, confined space down there. Like, everything about it is unnatural and so unnerving. Like, the lead up to that moment, like, you just feel, like, nervous and fearful as, like, she's, like... Like, what's gonna happen? Like, she's back in this home. They're all there when they shouldn't be. Mm -hmm. Like, and this woman just, like, darts off, like, oh, my God, what's she she, she gonna do? What's she gonna do? She scuttles off. I'm just like, oh, no. Like, she's very small and old, but she's moving very quickly. My butt cheeks could not have been, like, <laughs> clenched tighter. I'm just like, oh, God. <laughs> and it was so fucking stressful. Um, and then the um, when they flash back to her husband... And they're talking about how the little boy saw the monster or the ghost or whatever. Mm. And you just see this man's big old eyes. Just, it's such a good, terrifying shot because it only lasts for a fucking second. Yep. And all you see is like their beautiful kitchen, this weird, the way that looked of like going to like that basement area where it's just literally like just a black hole mm-hmm. in that wall. And then you just see out of that black darkness two giant pair, two giant eyes. I screamed and was like, oh no, this is a horror movie. It's like something out of the grudge. It is like, if this starts like. I didn't see it coming (laughs) and it fucking terrified me, Jason. Like, no one does. And that is the the scariest shot of that movie. Oh my God. And if this starts a new genre of things called like domestic horror. This that's what it is. That's an amazing description. That's <laughs> exactly what it is. Movie. Oh my god, that because it's that's the type of shot. Like because it's so quick, if you were just looking away for a second, you wouldn't have seen it. Yep. But I saw it, <laughs> and you're changed now. <laughs> Jason, it's one of the scariest. You become things. a different person. Of all the scary, not that there's many, but of the scary movies that I have seen. 
Like, that's genuinely one of the scariest things I've ever seen. I don't disagree. Because it's also what, it's exactly what you imagine when you're a little kid and you are in a basement and someone's, or like some kind of room like that, and you turn off the lights and you run up the stairs because it's black and it's terrifying. That's what you expect. And it was real. And I hated it, You're afraid of something like grabbing at your ankles or like the back of your pants. So I'm like, like, out of the darkness, you're going to see a big old pair of eyes. Mm Mm-hmm just floating there and it happened jason and i can't get it out of my head and i hate it and like oh the events that happen at the birthday party oh my god which are so fucked up but also it's like he he acts in a moment of passion and like it is a reprehensible act Mm. but i get it Mm. it's like i don't agree with you but i understand why you did this um and at the same time, like Wait, the movie, ooh, which guy are you talking about? The the father of like the, of the uh, family of the family yeah. of the uh, the lower class family, yes. and what hurts so much, and what this movie really does tear at you as far as like how you feel about the characters. Oh yeah, is that by the end of the movie, it's like man, he really did do a fucked up thing, but god damn it, I'm so sorry for him. Like I yeah. don't want him to be trapped in this house, and the son <gasps> has a dream of like what he wants to do, and, and it's, it's like, like, but oh no, I just gotta wait, and you just hope like I hope he lives that dream. Yes. <laughs> It just, because I don't, there aren't many people who can relate to that upper class family. So no matter what you're feeling for that, the lower class family, I can't remember their last name in the movie. I forget. Um, But yeah, they're just so likable. And the thing is, like, the upper class family, they're not, nec- they're not, they're bad, not bad people. Bad. They're not evil. They're seemingly like decent people people yeah who like you they assume... treat their staff it's weird that you have staff but you, that's i guess what wealthy people do that... and they treat them respectfully yeah. and like nicely so it's not even like i think it's i mean granted there's a lot of just terrible people in all classes of life mm-hmm. but i think it's easy to vilify rich people certainly but to make them just kind of snotty or whatever but decent human beings yeah makes it all that much more painful and kind of realistic mm-hmm. Oof. like Oof. it was a roller coaster of emotions like their bad qualities are not because they are rich necessarily yeah like that's just like and like they love their kids yeah they love their kids enough to like to do all the stuff for them yeah. it's like yeah you know if you if you had that kind of money wouldn't you try to do the same thing it's yeah. like well yeah yeah like it's just it really does like bring into question like your feelings on economy mm. and wealth mm-hmm. and just like class and the movie managed to do all of this with stepping outside of race because everyone's the same race in yeah. this movie 100 <laughs> percent. oh i didn't <laughs> like, even think about that yeah like there's not a question of race here because mm-hmm. in this country in this city like these are the same they look the same yep <laughs> so it was just very interesting to like to, to ask all these questions outside mm. of the context of race and yeah you don't you rarely get that to see that on film Totally. Yeah. Yeah, because it would have been really easy to make those rich people total assholes who did not give a shit about their kids, mm-hmm. who kind of just neglected them and yeah. let, like a nanny raised them. But like they're super involved. Yeah. They really love their kids. Um, the house is cool. It is a cool house. It's a um, really cool house. Yeah. But it was the most stressful thing I've seen in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Oh. <sighs> that will haunt me for the rest of my days (laughs) um but i also thought of you when you were like 
um you made me laugh when we were talking about the oscars and how this amazing movie that won oscars <laughs> oh it doesn't need actors <laughs> and i was like who of that movie do i think should have been nominated in particular like the the dad the dad the uh the previous housekeeper the, the older woman oh yeah <laughs> and i think the um I actually think the woman who played the rich, the rich wife, the rich mom, like that would have been a character who could have been very dis- unlikable. Yeah, but I think she was like she's kind of sweet and naive, and yes. but like wants the best and kind of assumes the best of people, which mm-hmm. is nice. Um, well, she's not dumb. She's, she's not just dumb. She's naive just and trusting yeah. of people, um, and sometimes. I you know I forgot that she was acting, mm. which is a good sign. Mm. Um, so I, yeah, I would have nominated her. She was great. Like, and I guess that's like I hope that's that's a precedent for things in the future for like the Academy Awards. Like when there are individuals from like a, a foreign language film and it's getting all these accolades. Like, yeah. hey, people made this. This Fucking is not nominate, made without yeah. anyone else. Like, get rid of the guys from the two popes. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. They've they've got enough. They're fine. <laughs> Even Antonio Banderas was like, Really? <laughs> I'm nominated for a thing? Nobody saw this movie. <laughs> what what? Okay, sure. I get to go into award ceremony now. <laughs> Fun. Maybe I'll get a free tote bag I like full to dress of up. thousands of dollars of <laughs> dumb gifts I don't need. Ugh. Oh, they make another Zara movie. Is what he's thinking to himself. And also what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, ridiculous. But yeah, it was it was not I mean, I guess I enjoyed it. Did I enjoy I don't know, Jason. It sounds like you were stressed out by it. I was it, it gave you a lot to think Jason, about. Jason like when they are when the family the rich family leaves and they're just chilling, the poor family is chilling there. Mm-hmm. And like eating and drinking all their booze. I was like, no, clean up your crumbs. Oh my God, they're going to notice all the bottles of booze. Oh my God. It was really the crumbs and the messiness that really shit. At the same out. time, there's something nice about like the family hanging out together, like they're joking along. and eating and like yeah. having a drink. And it just feels like that's cool. 100%. Despite the very dangerous situation that they just put themselves in by doing so. Don't answer the gate. Come on. Oh God. It was the most stressful. But I've also thought about it more than which you know anything it sticks, i've seen sticks and on you. yeah i really like those actors and it was great I'm, I'm glad i don't know if you enjoyed it but i'm glad i you don't experienced know if i it. enjoyed it but i didn't <laughs> dislike it there you go it it's like the, vegetables i guess like you need them but you may not always enjoy eating. <laughs> i did eat a bunch of cauliflower today um yeah it was it was definitely an excellent movie that is very thought-provoking which is all i was expecting so. okay um what else you got i have got a few things that i really enjoyed um the show rammy um rammy r-a-m-y uh it's on hulu um starring rammy yusuf um who is uh a comedian from jersey city that uh got his own hulu show um it is really well done oh i've seen him before um it won a golden globe oh Nice. Oh, um, he's or, cute. He has kind eyes. 
like Which is, this sounds ridiculous. <laughs> but look at that. That's those are kind eyes, Jason. I like him. It's a very well done show. I will I'll give credit to the Golden Globes on not to say that I don't give them credit on anything mm-hmm. else, but they are very good at choosing uh things related to televised comedy. Mm-hmm. Um the in the last few years I can remember them choosing things like, Hey, uh best new comedy, um, Crazy Ex Girlfriend, Best New Comedy, Atlanta, mm. um, Best New Comedy, um, Remy. Like they're very good at choosing young individuals who have a very specific voice mm. uh and are very talented. As far as like, you know, the shows that they're heading up being chosen as like, you know, their favorite comedies. Like I believe at uh the Golden Globes uh Ram Yusuf was like I know none of you have seen this show, <laughs> um, but thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and, and that kind of inspired me to like to want to seek this out. I'm like, let me actually check this show out. Um, it's good. It is about uh, a guy who is uh, a, a Muslim, um, Egyptian American, like you know, um, born in Egypt, but like lived in the U.S. pretty much his entire life, mm-hmm. um, and is just trying his best to like live his best religious life but at the same time like you know figure out his way in the world yeah um and it doesn't just focus on him it jumps around to his family like it'll fo- oh, like nice. an episode focuses on his sister or like uh and her dating life and what that's like for like mm. a muslim woman in america totally um and like an episode and like in a city like in, in a urban city. america yeah in urban yeah. america and like that's you know new york new jersey and, yeah um and like the realities of that and mm. what it's like really like you know as opposed yeah. to like what people see on the outside um and talking about like in an episode like focusing like on his mom and like how she's just like a little dissatisfied at at home like she you know is a housewife um older like you know in her 50s but it doesn't have anything to do in her day in her day like she's like her kids are out of the house it's like i guess i'll be an uber driver that's awesome (laughs) and like focusing like on that and like how Mm -hmm. she wants to like do really well at it and like you know her frustrations at home and all that stuff um my favorite episode um is him going back to Egypt to visit family. Ooh. And for anyone that has like relatives that live outside of the US, mm. like this episode like really captured that very well of what it's like to like, oh, you're just taking one bag? No, you're not. You're taking a lot of bags, a lot of stuff for a lot of people. <laughs> like, Do you have relatives who live outside the US? Oh yeah, for sure. Like in the Caribbean, like it's like- Oh, have uh, you gone? Oh yeah, absolutely. Nice. And like this perfectly captures that. Like, no, nah, you got a lot of things to bring to people. Mm. You got a lot of people to visit, a lot of- cheeks to kiss and this trip isn't necessarily your trip you got some yeah. people to visit yeah and it's just like this really it's kind of like a, a business trip in that you have a lot of business oh, yeah. <laughs> with your family oh yes i'm um, a little bit jealous though i don't have that uh, um what was kind of cool also like he goes there and like his cousin's so excited to see him it's oh, like oh yeah. man it's my cousin ran from america like i feel like there is often at least with like friends who have uh family outside the u.s like they're always excited to see their cousins because they often have a million of them yeah. and they're around the same age. So it's just fun to be like, what kind of, what music are you listening to? And like, yes, blah, 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 blah. Just like a lot of pop culture things that kind of make their way over. Yes. Like that happens often. Like, and sometimes like there's like a trickle or like, you know, yeah. well, we didn't hear this yet. Like, have you heard this? Like this mm-hmm. wonderful exchange of like pop culture yeah. information. But like, there's a little bit of a disconnect in this one because like, Rami is like very much like, I want to go home, like, you know, reset and reconnect with you know, my faith and like, you know, my family. Mm. And it's kind of like, dude, let's go get high and like, <laughs> let's get, let's get drunk. And it's like, oh, no. bro, we are Muslim. We can't do that. Like, whatever, man. Sure. <laughs> like, let's go to this party and hang out. And like, just because he's been away for so long, like his, dis- like he, he is disconnected, mm. like at home, but he's also disconnected here. Yeah. It's like, oh, 
I'm on this party. Like, I want to know about the revolution and all that stuff, yeah. you know, like, which was like a real thing that happened a couple of years ago. And like, people are like, we don't want to talk about that. Mm. It's like, we, you weren't here. We lost people. <laughs> yeah. In America, you're too Egyptian. In Egypt, you're too American. So yes. So it's just kind of like, well. 100% yeah. that. And it's just, it's just really fun and interesting to see him deal with all of that. And it's, it's a, it's a comedy straight mm. up. But it does have very good serious dramatic moments. It's nice to also kind of have a um, sociological lesson yeah. about a culture and stuff that you're not necessarily familiar with. Yes. It's kind of cool. So Deep yeah. Dive. Like it is like mind expanding in that way yeah. for sure. He looks like there's a famous uh, soccer player called Mo Salah. Mm-hmm. He's Egyptian and he's amazing. Um. And they call him the Egyptian king, and like entire stadiums in mm-hmm. England will be like Mo Salah. <laughs> like, they love him, and I feel like it's helped with. Um, and he's a Muslim guy, um, and it's helped in a weird way. Just probably overcome some prejudices that people would have because his skill and talent, and he's uh, he plays for Liverpool, mm-hmm. and they're an amazing team. And so, like people who may have prejudices are just like well he's really fucking great so like yay and it's so nice to see like oh yeah because you know what brings people together sports and winning you know what as i get older i'm realizing more and more the power of sports and like how they can affect our region of people like when you see like thirty thousand people or something in a stadium in liverpool england sing chanting about the egyptian king mo salah it's a real like oh okay yeah sure here we go like it's great it, it can win hearts and minds in a big way For real like it can decide lives in weird ways it was like you know what i want to move to this city because they've got that team and i love that team and if it means like a kid whose maybe family has prejudices but um they love Liverpool and he grows up watching an Egyptian Muslim guy yeah. who's a great player and he like idolizes him. Amazing. Great. Yes. <laughs> cool. So like, little baby step toward not racism. Yeah. Love it. Here we go. Any little bit helps. Yeah. Anyways, remind me of him. That sounds awesome. I will check that out. I have to write that down. What's it? It's just called Rami? Yep. R-A-M-Y. I like that name. Rami. Um... My last thing before the assignment mm-hmm. um, was I finally watched Ford versus Ferrari. Oh. Another Matt Damon flick. You got Damoned up this week. I did. <laughs> or just in this me, time period. Me, Matt Damon, and Barry Pepper all spent some time <laughs> together, and it was fucking great. Um, my dad is like a hardcore cars guy. Oh, okay. Um. Like, he could see some car from, like, the 60s and be like, oh, yeah, that's a 60 blah, 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 64 Chevy blah, 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 blah. And, like, just from be like, oh, that's a 64, that's a 66 because of the goddamn headlights shape or whatever. I'm just like, okay, cool. I've seen you employ this skill at one point in time. I do know cars better than the average person, just, like, kind of the general makes and models. Yeah. Like, um, a, like we were walking one time and like you saw like a BMW and like they were driving recklessly. So you're like, dude, chill out. It's like only like a Z3. It's, <laughs> a, it's a three series. Relax your shit. When you get an eight up in here, give me a call. You idiot. <laughs> I 
I'm a weird car snob for no reason because I don't give a shit about them. And yet. Um, but like, I think in my, so now my brother's a car guy. And so I do. And so my dad has sports a sports car because he likes them. And he drives way too fast. But I also now enjoy driving fast or at least being in the passenger seat and like when he's taking me out and gone like <laughs> over 100 miles an hour i just laugh because <laughs> i just something in me from my very core thoroughly enjoys it mm-hmm. um and i was probably one of very few 30 something asian american women who was like oh this looks like a great movie i can't wait to see it because <laughs> this movie was not made for me mm-hmm. um but i I really enjoyed it. I found it very, like, I think it might be one of my comfort movies when I just go back really? to Really? Okay. Um, I think because there aren't really any stakes, I was not stressed out by it. Mm-hmm. Um, I like seeing Christian Bale basically kind of being more himself. Mm-hmm. Um, getting to use his accent and just like... Getting be... to use his... I mean, it's still not his quite his accent. Mm-hmm. It's more... I think he's he's Welsh. Yes, and it's more of like a English accent. Okay, um, but um, I, I say himself because he's just like nice, but also kind of an angry guy who mm. pisses people off. Like, oh, you say you're Christian right. Bale, yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> but very talented at what he does. <laughs> um, and yeah, the stakes were low. It's like it's a good cast. It's Christian Bale, Matt Damon, John Bernthal. Burnthal's in there? Okay. Yeah, he plays Lee Iacocca. That's about right. Okay. Yeah, right? <laughs> it, it was great. Um, and then just a series of white men who all look the same purposely to kind of reinforce like um, Ford, Henry Ford Jr.'s, um, like it was just a big factory of mm. both cars and like just workers, just white collar dudes. Mm kind of being drones versus Ferrari and his like handmade cars that are uh. beautiful and artistic. And Ferrari is just like farting on these other guys. Cause like you build ugly cars in your ugly factory <laughs> and look at my beautiful cars. Like you build ugly ugh. cars, are ugly people. I build beautiful cars, are beautiful people. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> um, and so it's an interesting story, obviously kind of dramatized. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, because like it's a historical drama. These are events yeah. that really did happen. Yeah, really did happen. Um, Does it feel like it's trying to like promote one brand more than the other? Like it feels like it's. Um, I don't think so. Because I mean, they really did both kind of have their merits. Like yes, Ferrari made beautiful, continues to make gorgeous cars. They don't make many of them, and not <laughs> and many people can afford. Not them. many people can afford them. They are a status symbol, and they are. They are engineering art, Mm -hmm. whereas Ford, they farted out a bajillion cars. They are not pretty, but it helps the average person get to work and back and Mm -hmm. get to A and B, which is essentially what they started out as. Yeah. So they they both have their place. Um, But yeah, when you see like the beautiful Ferrari and then like the other cars, like, oh yeah, no, that is art. That's really (laughs) great. Okay. Um, So um, yeah, no, it was really enjoyable. 
there's a little kid the same little kid who's in like every movie i've seen him in a bunch of stuff he's very cute and he was very sweet um i will say i don't know the woman who plays christian bale's wife is lovely but there is clearly a scene where she kind of um she gets really mad and stuff and really lashes out at him mm-hmm. and clearly there was a lot left on the cutting room floor about her character that was like leading up to this Katrina Balfe let me see the picture sorry uh yes oh yeah Josh Lucas is in it too he plays a Ford guy okay um but um she's very pretty and they make a great couple but then she freaks out on him a little bit. And clearly there were scenes that were leading up to this. Because mm-hmm. her character is pretty laid back. She gets she understands the man who she has married and what she's kind of gotten herself right. into. Right, he's kind of devoted to like his passion of driving these cars. Yeah, and she recognizes that and supports it. So when she, this scene happens, it's just like really kind of out of the blue. And it doesn't make sense with her character, really. And so I don't really know. They could have done something better with that. It mm-hmm. did not flow with the rest of the film i think you would recognize it immediately if you were to watch the movie um but other than that matt damon and christian bale have good chemistry um it has funny parts yeah it was i enjoyed it and i really was just like got my endorphins pumping watching him go because <laughs> i realized that i a I like going fast in cars. <laughs> B, I like watching people who are really talented at their thing do their thing really well. Mm-hmm. Oh, my motor was running. I was, yeah, this is great. <laughs> like, Jason, I realize I'm an action junkie, all right? <laughs> and I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to race cars now, all right? It was, and Christian Bale is a good enough actor that I forgot, like, oh, yeah, no, that's Christian Bale. He does not know things about cars, probably. Probably. He can't, probably cannot build a car from the ground up. It's like you probably should have gotten Eric Bana for this, who's like <laughs> the horniest for cars. <laughs> <laughs> so, but like you probably wouldn't be able to make your movie because you'd find Eric Bana in a trailer with his car. <laughs> um. So yeah, I am a real bailhead, and I love watching him. And he was so convincing because he's such a great actor. Um, I might buy this movie. Okay, I mean, and hey, comfort, comfort watch it. <laughs> it sounds like from your experience in watching it, like it was worth the accolades that it got, like enough to be like nominated for like an Academy Award. I mean, sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but outside of that, just an enjoyable, fun it movie. It was an enjoyable movie. Like, it was I just enjoyable. I don't know why I had reservations about seeing it, but like, you know, I knew what I was getting into. I knew what I wanted, and it filled everything that I wanted. Okay. Fair. Yeah. I, I I can get behind that, and I would like to check that out now. Actually, like I didn't see it last year. It wasn't even on my radar. Really, I was like, mm, I don't even want to see this movie. But I like... wanted to see it, but I didn't know anyone else who wanted to see it because <laughs> it's a movie made for my dad. <laughs> it is a movie made for dads. It is a straight up dad ass movie. But I feel like you could also enjoy it if you were not a car person, maybe, and like it's not if you're not a dad. <laughs> it's just a story of like, like you said, people who are really good at what they do. People are really good at what they do doing. Like overcoming an immense challenge and like doing what they do best. It's all, it's a sports movie, to and it's like dream. an underdog story. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't love that shit? Yeah, true. With handsome Christian Bale with his English accent, which I love. Mm-hmm. Delightful. Okay. 
and going vroom, vroom, real fast. <laughs> oh, so fun. It was so fun. I'm here for the vroom, vroom, and the boom, boom. Okay. Because <laughs> well, at one point, they like take out the head of Ford in a car. Matt Damon takes him out because mm-hmm. Matt Damon is also like an ama- his character is also Carol Shelby, an amazing driver. But then you get um, the Shelby, uh, Shelby version of the Mustang yep. from him. And um, I was so jealous. Like, I want to be taken out in a car and driven around really fast. <laughs> why, is, why, why isn't that me? <laughs> Preferably with Matt Damon. <laughs> but yeah, it was just, I. Of all the things I saw, it might have been my favorite. No, that's fair. Don't be embarrassed at that. <laughs> it's fine. I love me a dad car movie. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> this, the motorcycle diaries. Guys, on things <laughs> going real fucking fast, okay? Days of Thunder, all right? I also like True Grit a lot, which is also a dad movie. I think I like dad movies. <laughs> Jax, you dad? You got <laughs> some kids out there? What are you talking about, son? <laughs> 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 Someone should remind her she's a 33 year old woman. Just let her have it. It's Just fine. Let her. She, she's really weird at the grill with her uh, white uh, Asics on. <laughs> <laughs> Did I ever tell you about that time? <laughs> Just let her fucking do it, man. <laughs> These burgers are worth it. <laughs> um, what else? The last thing I'd like to talk about before my assignment. Mm-hmm. Um, is I watched on Netflix. Uh, I am not okay with this. Um, uh, yeah, I tried. Fair, totally fair. I understand this is not for everybody, um, but I liked it. Um, I was not okay with it. <laughs> hey, ooh, dad joke. Thanks everybody for listening to this episode. That's what happens when I watch dad movies. <laughs> You're on a roll. You can't be stopped. <laughs> um no I watched it. I liked it a lot. Did um, you watch the whole series? I watched the whole series. How many episodes? It's eight episodes but they're all weird ass lengths like this one's 23 minutes this one's 19 minutes this one's 30 minutes this one's only 11 minutes like what the (laughs) fuck like get it together (laughs) either make a whole 30 minute episode or don't jesus christ who's this for that's funny (laughs) um but that aside um the actors that are in it uh sophia lilis um from it Mm -hmm. from um you know sharp objects and all that stuff she's really good in it um yes this kid deserves to have a built around her um basically the premise is this is a kid in high school going through all the normal horrible high school things a person goes through figuring out boys girls uh parents um her father killed himself a year prior and she's now experiencing weird potentially psychic powers where she is uh you know moving things with her mind and she doesn't know why it's happening and she doesn't know what to do she is not okay with this um and you know, it's about her with her best friends trying to figure out, like, well, how the fuck do we figure this out? This is kind of cool. It's happening. Also kind of terrifying. Um, and, yeah, there's one episode. My favorite episode of the series so far um, is they parody The Breakfast Club, basically. Oh, okay. Uh, they're not, like, purposely trying to, like, be so on the nose about right. it. But it's a parody of The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is just good. This yeah, is fun. well done. Like, you all fitting the stereotypes and, like... I'm glad this is happening down to even like the janitor being like the cool guy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's very fast. You can kill it in like three hours because Mm -hmm. of the weird episode lengths. Um, And season two won't come out for like another year. I don't think if it does get a season two, I don't know. Um, It's directed by the same person that uh, directed many episodes of um, the end of the fucking world. Um, Did she, 
Does it wrap up well enough that you don't have to have a season two? Uh, it ends on a cliffhanger. Oh, okay. It ends where it's like, well, I'd love to see where this goes next, but if it doesn't get renewed, mm. it's like, well, that was cool. That was a fun little thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. It wasn't like, oh my God, I yeah. need to see season two. It's like, that was a fun three hours I spent watching this. I try. I watched the first episode. I didn't like the voiceover. I would have okay. liked it better, I think, without it. Okay. Um, because I do like. I did kind of like it. I just because she's kind of talking herself through almost every second of yes, it. Yes, it's a lot of inner monologue. Um, and again, it's teenagers. I'm not the biggest fan of teenagers. Fair. Um, even though I really like that actress. I liked everyone who was in it. Um, just wasn't for me. That is fair. Um, but yeah, all I have left is the assignment. How about yourself? What did Same. you think of the thing I actually watched? Uh, I watched the other guys. It was a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, poo, do I remember it? <laughs> um, it was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really, I thought it was really funny how Sam Jackson, it was Samuel L. Jackson and The Rock, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. How they just jump off <laughs> the roof of the building thinking that they're action stars and they, they die. That was really fucking funny. <laughs> um, I guess, um, it was funny, but maybe... I didn't take any notes for it. I should have. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it would have been helped if the actual plot that they're trying to follow was a bit stronger. There's a lot kind of going on in the background. Yeah. There's a lot happening around the plot itself. Yeah. And so maybe if it was a little more straightforward, that would have been better. Mm-hmm. Um because I liked, I liked all the elements, but maybe it was just a little too silly for me. Okay. Even though I still like stuff like Dodgeball, which is also incredibly silly. Anchorman is very silly. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe I don't like all the anger from Mark, <laughs> what's his face? <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. I think that can, his... Very angry character can be a little tiring. And I'm sure for him, that must have been very tiring to keep up all that energy all mm-hmm. the time. Um, so, yeah, I'm not quite sure what it was. I'd have to kind of go back and watch it again to figure out what it was that wasn't quite working for me. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it was it was very aware of the silliness level. And I feel like it was kind of looking back at you like, Look how silly we are. Like, yeah, I see the jokes that you're making, guys. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was funny. It was okay, but not quite my cup of tea. Fair. Totally fair. Um, yeah. I just, if, when you put it like that, like, when it, I would, if you separate the plot itself from, mm-hmm. like, the very funny things that are happening yes. around it, those are all, it'd be kind of great to just see that movie that isn't so bound to that plot, I yeah. guess. But yeah. Um, um but I did like Michael Keaton in it. He is fantastic in it. I did think it was funny that he just gave Will Ferrell's character just a wooden gun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to me, this was the start of the rebirth of Michael Keaton. 
Um, yeah. Because kinda. like he had this and he was fantastic and I haven't seen him in anything in years. And then he like Birdman like right after that. I haven't seen Birdman. <laughs> it's not really worth your time. Oh, I will go on record saying that Birdman's not really a good movie. Um, of the things that People came out. People lost their shit about it. Well, they have little shit to lose, I guess. Um, <laughs> Jesus. I'm coming at this movie You're fucking so hard. Fucking <laughs> over <laughs> like, I did not see this coming. This was one of those Oscar years where I'm like, the wrong thing won. You chose the wrong what, one. What was Whiplash, period. Like I'll fight anyone in the street over that. You thought that should have won? Should have won, absolutely. Gotcha. It was so goddamn intense. It was it too stressful for me. I couldn't oh, watch it. You couldn't handle this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen people fight each other with music, yeah. and it was glorious. <laughs> um, but yeah, I obviously have big feelings about that Oscar year. You do. <laughs> I'm looking it up to see 2014 Oscar. Who who directed that movie? Was it Pedro Almodovar that did uh, Birdman? Let me see. Or was it Nerito? Um. Either way, the Oscars Sorry. love both of those dudes oh, okay. way too much. It was uh, Inaritu. Yep. Like. Well, I feel like they really got a boner for the whole like just one track or one shot thing. You know? Like, yeah. Just like the tracking shot for that they did for 1918. Yep. There were... What's that noise? Oh, is that boners popping all yep. over the world? <laughs> people seeing Birdman? Yes. It's like, cool, I get it. You know, we didn't like cut. popcorn popping. But um, just, I just want you guys to know this wasn't a good movie. You guys, <laughs> <laughs> like, fell for a cool trick. Like, I mean, the people that, I think the actors that were in it were acting their asses off. Mm. But I think just from execution, directing wise... This was not a good movie. Interesting. I'm trying to find the list of like, come on, man. Of the 2011. Uh, 2014. Or 2014, excuse me. It was a lot more recent. 12 Years a Slave won Best Picture. Matthew McConaughey won Best Actor for Dallas Buyers Club. Kate Blanchett for Blue Jasmine. Best Supporting was Jared Leto. Best Supporting was Lupita Nyong'o. Gravity won for Director. It didn't win anything if that You'd have to look at twenty fifteen because it came out in twenty fourteen. J K <laughs> Um sorry, hold please. Mm-hmm. Uh two thousand fifteen Oscars. Here we go. Oh yeah, Birdman Best Picture. <laughs> yep. Um Eddie Redmayne, Ron, blah, 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 Whiplash. J.K. Simmons won for Whiplash. Yes, he goddamn well should have. In Yaritu, one for Birdman, mm-hmm. for Best Director. Oh, yeah, they won a lot. Yep, they won a lot that year. S- original screenplay. Um, cinematography. Yep, one for everything. <laughs> Sorry, pal. Yeah, it did. It just... won a lot wasn't that great of a film interesting but that aside Sorry. i'll tell you how i felt you about can it. edit all that out that was just <laughs> me googling and reading to myself but i'll tell you how i felt about london road <laughs> which i haven't watched i make you watch what i haven't seen which is probably dumb so this is also an advertisement for brick box um so the brick box is bbc's uh streaming app 
It's BBC and ITV. And ITV. Which okay. is another big channel over there. Yeah. All right. And it seems they don't have uh, those pesky restrictions that uh, some American streaming services do. Mm. Um, so if it seems like if you're in the US, if you're in Britain, you can download BritBox and get your British television on. Fuck yes, Jason. Um, so I've been watching so much Vera. <laughs> I can I, I saw. And, <laughs> and I used your Oh blog. yeah. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> like, ooh, this is a lot. <laughs> and shut up. Especially because every episode is a movie length. It's an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Granted, I don't pay attention to most of them and I end up having to rewind and I fall asleep, but nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And it's missing seasons because some seasons are like on Amazon and they're other places, so I have to like so it's like season one, two, four. It's like, it starts at like season three. It goes like three through like five. Then it skips like eight. Yeah, that's weird. It's really annoying. I need all of it, Jason. <laughs> I, I can see. <laughs> I will find them. <laughs> and Don't unite you. them under your dark power. <laughs> um, but no, um, London Road, yes. uh, which is a 2015 film. It is a uh, musical drama. uh about the murder of sex workers in ipswich uh england okay cool um it's not cool sorry that came out wrong (laughs) but i'm i'm with you that's what i meant um stars olivia coleman and they put tom hardy up there starring he's in it he's not star he plays a cab driver of course he does that (laughs) shows up for like a song and that's it does he sing he does sing everyone (gasps) sings in the movie can he sing He's fine. He just, he's not like, you know, oh my God, I'm blown away. It's like, you can carry a tune. How, how and why? This was only five years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, what else was he doing? Like, uh, had he... This is like pre-Dunkirk, like the year before Dunkirk, I guess. Um, I just, I don't understand how he ended up in this thing. It is interesting because it is experimental. It is the... the so the way that it's done is that it's using all real dialogue from people they interviewed in Ipswich around the time of the murders that occurred. Did uh, this actually happen? This actually happened. Like, women what? were m- murdered in Ipswich, uh, uh, England. Wow. Um, ten murders. Um, and they all happened. They pinned them on one guy. But I, I didn't actually get to finish the entire movie because um, I had, like, a couple minutes left. Mm-hmm. But they pinned it to one guy, but it seems like it may not exactly be... He may not be the man that did it. He already had made The Dark Knight Rises, yeah. Warrior, Tinker's Tailor Soldier Spy, Mad Max Fury Road. Mm-hmm. This he is the same this... year as Fury Road. What? Yeah. What was he? And this is the same year as Mad Max Fury Road, The Revenants, and Legend. He made... He I mean, likes granted, to he may work. not have made that, but... <laughs> Why? Why did Which is why he's only in it for five minutes. Was he blackmailed? I don't understand how he ended up. He was Tom Hardy at this point. He chooses the shots, you know? He likes uh, doing fun, weird, experimental stuff. And that's what this movie is. God bless you. And that's the other part of it. Because they're taking things from, like, interviews they have with people in the town, all the dialogue is dialogue from the interviews. Like all the singing mm-hmm. is it's not like rhymey. It's like like there was a murder and I got a burger. Nothing like that. <laughs> it's like transcribed language. So it's like um like 
I only saw her yesterday. I only saw her yesterday. Like saying like things gotcha, like that gotcha. over and over again, okay. like real sentences okay. transform into songs. So nothing rhymes. Gotcha. It is very uh, against what you think a musical is. It's kind of prose that's being sung. Yeah. Um, gotcha. I would say it's more akin to that. I mean, Olivia Coleman also was a big deal. Yeah. Like, She's she, in it way more than uh, Tom Hardy is. I would definitely God say it's like her. more of her film, but it's really not about any one individual. It's more mm-hmm. about like a community and a town that's been like affected by this, um, and kind of like their resilience in like m- wanting to like the paranoia of like oh my God, someone in our town is killing people, and also like the shame that comes with that. Like oh, like our town is not a good place to be, and then like the desire to make the place better afterwards. So it's really about the people in the town and the things that happen to them. Okay. To be fair, this is before she became big in America. Mm-hmm. Um, she because after this she did the Night Manager. After this, in kind of at the same time, she did. She was doing Broadchurch. Um, she did the favorite after this. So like. She's in a lot of Thomas the Tank Engine. I will tell you that. <laughs> Upon looking at her IMDb, she's in Thomas the Tank Engine stuff a lot. I love that Thomas the Tank Engine is very different in Europe as it is in America. And, like, here's the thing. George Carlin was on a lot of Thomas the Tank Engine. There's, like, a million, like, movies. It's, like, this person's lost treasure. Start your engine. Full steam to the rescue. She's always the same character, like... In each of these movies, like, she's got a set paycheck with these Thomas, yep. the fucking tank engine Good movies. for her. Oh, man. Amazing. Whole different audience. She, she works a lot. Holy shit. Her IMDb is bonkers. Anyways. um, So, was it okay? It was okay. At first, you think, like, are they trivializing these murders by mm. doing it like this? But then when you see, like, the way that they do it, it is, like, trying to be respectful. It's to actually the, done in earnest. Yeah, to the people that, like, you know, did die mm. and to, like, the town that, like, had to go through this. Gotcha. And, like, hey, this story wouldn't have been told any other way, maybe. Like, yeah. Or I guess maybe it was because they were gathering all this data and information, like, you know, to do something with it. I mean, it is a bit weird. It'd be kind of like if we did the same thing about um the sex workers out on like long island that were being found like mm. dead that's weird yeah it's a weird thing to do when i put it in that context it i is. did not realize that that's what it was about i thought it was just like a fictional <laughs> <laughs> b just like a murder that happens they're like, all just oh, it's like a sweetie talk kind of thing a jack the yeah, ripper sort of just thing kind like... of a singy silliness mm-hmm. not like real stuff now and, i feel a little bit bad about and it's it like all the real words of the people that like you know of that town Oof. so like there's some things that like you know people said that were like that's a little racist so, like assuming that like you know that a person who's polish did these murders like what that's kind of <laughs> crazy like or like you know someone that like you know was like muslim like that i did it's like what is going on like in this oh. small town and it's like those things that happen in a small town that get exposed in something like this you know well that was a real swing and a miss on my part. Didn't realize it was based in real life. Whoops-a-daisy. Okay. But think of how many more people know now. Because... I just... The fact that they got Olivia Coleman and Tom Hardy is really kind of amazing. It's, it's a small island, you know? So I'm glad she got discovered from all her Thomas' tank engine work. Um, assignments for next time. For next time. 
Um, not gonna lie, didn't really have one for you. I I uh, had one, but I did think of one during the, the course of the episode. Um, because you mentioned that you had not seen The Big Lebowski, I would ask you to watch The Big Lebowski as it is currently on Netflix. Oh, excellent! Um, I first saw this movie when I was eleven. Mm. Um, which is definitely too young to be watching uh, this movie. You often have, Jason. But um, I found it hilarious that age. As I got older, only it only got funnier to me. Okay. Um, I would just say to watch this movie in mind, like just think of it as a detective story okay. with a very unlikely detective. Okay. You know how to sell me on stuff. As soon as you say detective, I'm in. Yes. <laughs> as evidenced by all the episodes of Vera I've watched. <laughs> um... I was cruising and perusing on Disney Plus last night. Mm-hmm. Um, car terms. Um, and I stumbled upon uh, that Robin Hood movie where I had a crush on the fox. You and a lot of women out there. <laughs> so I would ask you to watch that movie. Okay. It's fun. It's charming. I enjoy the animation. I enjoy the music. I haven't seen it since I was like seven. So I'd like to watch it again. Sure. I haven't seen it in a couple years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was one of, I didn't own a ton of movies as a kid. Um, I probably just had like, I don't know, like maybe like eight Disney movies, maybe mm-hmm. six or eight, um, like on VHS. It was one of them. It made the cut. Okay. Because I watched that movie a lot. I probably watched it more like less as a child and more as a teenager slash semi-adult, but it's fine. <laughs> um, I like that kind of older animation style. I find it kind of charming. Okay. And the music is very upbeat. Uh, has one, I don't know, a song that's been like bopping around in my head for like the last few months, weirdly enough, like without even seeing the movie. Uh, the song The Rooster Sings. Yeah. Um, which was later sped up and turned into the hamster dance uh, song. You probably haven't heard it mm-hmm. in two decades, but it was something that existed. It was annoyingly popular. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's a great song. It's all, like, the vibe is very laid back. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a real Jason movie. <laughs> it's laid back. It's fun. Good people slash animals. It's a good time. Okay. Um, and yes, I will engage in that. I also said that cruising and perusing were car terms. Perusing is not a car term. And cruising can involve the sea, as I know. True. <laughs> as we all know. Um, oh, cruising. <laughs> don't go on cruises, people. Oh, yeah, you, no, definitely not You now. can get very sick And from get trapped them. on a boat for ages. Mm-hmm. Go! Out there in the water. But... Again. Sorry, weird note to end on. Anyways. <laughs> we start off with it and we're ending with it. Be safe. <laughs> Be safe. Thank you for listening. Um, check out the Instagram where I'm usually like a month late posting stuff, but I do try to do it. Just random pictures of stuff that we talk about. That's O and R podcast on Instagram. Check it's, it out. To be fair, because I'm the one doing it, it's mostly pictures of men. So who pictures are of handsome. Hot out of men. If you want abs, you Ooh, go there. Yes. <laughs> Weirdly, the ad pictures don't get nearly as many likes, and I don't understand it. <laughs> Except for the one of David Boreanaz with his open shirt. That one got a lot. People show up for Angel. You know, what can I say? You know, I, I'm i always surprised at what is popular and what is not. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I forget, and I accidentally like my own picture, and then I have to undo that. <laughs> that's just embarrassing. But I do like it. Because they're all handsome men. Ugh. 
Anyways, check it out. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. And we'll catch y'all next time. Thank you. Bye.